Hello and welcome to the Tapeworms Podcast. I'm Tony Tapeworm. And happy new year, new decade, new life ahead. Let's see. Did you make any New Year's resolutions? Did you already break them? <laughs> How's it going, guys? Yeah, that's that's a good one. Hey, you're supposed to introduce us. You don't introduce yourselves. They already know who's who. who we got here. Point. <laughs> All right, who we got to my left? All right, well, you got Caesar Juarez and Ramon Olivas. We are the Tapeworms, and this is our podcast about. Life and art and music and and being in a band. Philosophy, politics, religion. Yeah. Talk so about welcome. It all here. So yeah, twenty twenty. What a what a beautiful name for a year. <laughs> <laughs> we have big goals for twenty twenty. Huge. Yeah. How was your, I? I was back home for the holidays. How are your holidays, guys? Pretty pretty chill for yeah. the most part. I yeah. I uh I ran a ten k. On Damn. January 1st, it's like six point something miles, and I hadn't ran. I ran in the treadmill a little bit back at the house, you know, here and there, and uh, I ran a little bit, um, you know, back at home around my neighborhood, but I had I had no expectations, and, you know, I was expecting, you know, six miles. Maybe if I get under an hour, I think that'd be okay. How much was it? Six miles. Mm. 5K? 10k. Oh, sh- 10K. I was about to say like, as as long as you're under 50 or 60, you could probably just sign up for a 5k. 6k. I don't. I don't. That's a little. It's different. 10k. <laughs> yeah. 6k. That's, six, that's something about those extra three miles. Yeah, uh, 10k is about 6.2 miles, and yeah, I it was kind of a crazy course, but uh, as I was running, I just felt good. I felt really good, and my final time was 54 minutes and 42 seconds. And that surprisingly, surprisingly got me. What is that? My mild, uh, it was it's around eight, eight and a half minute mile, eight maybe a little bit less. My second mile, the thing was my my mile times didn't like get worse and worse. But the second mile, which is really hilly, that was my worst mile. I used the app, the Map My Run app, just to see what my split times were, and uh, surprisingly my second one but second mile was the worst but every mile was about the same eight eight and a half a little less than eight and i got third place in my age group of the 19 to 29 year olds and i had no uh expectation but the thing was and here's where the age ageism comes in and maybe you guys can think about it there's no young people who run very few young people run the winner of the whole thing of the men's 10k was like 38 years old so like what was his time like I don't even know, like forties in the like thirties or forty. Yeah, it was like it was like his mile pace was like six minute miles or Damn. five minute miles. Something That's like fast. something like I don't I could never. I mean, I'd have to train a bunch, but see, it's because yeah. young people are out here grinding. We're making money. This is the vape epidemic. Yeah. No, and it was New Year's. You know, people are partying <laughs> the night before. People are partying yeah. hard. You yeah, know. I feel that. I so. saw a meme about how like a lot of people talk about twenty twenty being different. But they wake up hungover like every other day. <laughs> I love it. Well, it was different for me. I woke yeah, up. I woke up hungover, and I never drink. So. <laughs> oh, you drink? Yeah. Well, I thought you said you had a chill night. Well, I mean, what I mean by chill is that I have like a small family, you know. So I just spent the the, the holidays with my, you know, my mom and my sisters, 
And then I was, since it's a small family, I kind of just ended up drinking a whole ass bottle on my own. Oh, um, what? That's, that's big, don't a big difference. Don't yeah. even worry about it. Um, and yeah, man. Um, for me, it was pretty uneventful just working in that and just okay, spending time with the family. How was your Christmas? Same thing. Same thing. Just working. Christmas. I was in Zion National yeah, Park. Yeah, you, you traveled, right? Yeah, I was Caesar. in Utah. I stopped in Vegas for a bit. But it was all with my family. I'm very family-oriented for events. Yeah, I think we kind of all are. We all end up going yeah. to our families. Yeah, I've never been the type. Maybe, I don't know, that'll change in the future, but it's always just been like, thank, like uh, Thanksgiving's different. Most people go to their families. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, New Year's, Christmas, uh, just a lot of holidays instead of like going out to party like people i usually end up spending it with my family i've been seeing a lot of that on like social media on like instagram and shit um and twitter i've been seeing posts of people going like oh i usually you know for new year's i'll go to like vegas or some shit or new york and like party with my friends and and they post pictures of them just chilling on the couch with their like dad dad or something you know and I'm just yeah. like, that's cool. You could party with your your friends any other weekend, you know. But when 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 it's the holidays and they have they're off work or you're off work too, you're like, man, I'll I'll spend some some time with my family. That I mean, that's what I sure did. I, one night, I think I went out with my friends to a to like a bar. But then other than that, mostly my family or Suze's family. And uh, we're yeah. forgetting those with a toxic families, though. True. I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah. 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 You know, find find your own family. Yeah, yeah, not find your own family, but find in your gang. F- family comes friends. in all shapes yeah. and sizes, yeah. my friends. It doesn't. It's not always blood. Yeah, it's not always blood. That's yeah. for sure. Real time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, why was this this? Why was today a special day for you, Anthony? Oh. Man, I'm. Uh, if you can't tell my my voice, I'm I'm pretty tired because I had a full day of work at the. Uh, at my production job, I found a job called. Twenty twenty uh, is different. Yeah, it's like a yeah. I, I if you, if you guys don't know, I I previously for the past few months I've been sort of unemployed, He's doing some freelance work here and there, as video stuff, but uh, mostly uh, no f- nothing full time. Over the break, over this Christmas break, I found a job opening for uh like an office assistant position applied for it and uh, had my interview the monday before christmas and then i heard back the monday after christmas saying that i got it and uh that'll be uh thursday is my first day yeah we're recording this on january 2nd so yeah here we are january 2nd i had my first full day of work how was it uh, what'd you do I was on my feet a bunch. It's uh this production company I work for. The guy has a lot of uh has a lot of he's a travel. The, we produce travel shows, travel like that go on PBS, CBS, uh, oh. Unchained. Basically. How did I say chef? Some Anthony Bourdain chef. Yeah, basically board very similar analogous to Anthony Bourdain and uh, mm. shout outs to my boy. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Anthony Bourdain. But yeah, very similar to that. And uh, this guy that I work for gets a bunch of uh, articles and newspaper magazines of of traveling all over the world. Articles from all over the world, and uh, I'm tasked to f- file them. And today, there was a. Uh, I I basically went to work and had all you these. Found out why he needed to hire someone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. And uh, 
he spends a lot of time in New York, but today he was in the office and I got to meet him. And it's from what it sounds like it looks like I I'm not just gonna be you know just the, the file clerk. He wants me to do some you know creative things. Like if I see a, a an article that seems of interest, I could go and talk to him and say, hey, uh, maybe we could turn this into a segment or a story uh, for a show. So it looks like it could be uh, something of value and maybe get my career started, you know, down the road. Nice. Um, and that's exactly what you want to do, right? You want to do, like, production work? Yeah, yeah, something in, in entertainment, and it's it's out in Studio City. So it's a mile away from uh, Universal Studios. Mm. So it's, that's, that, it's all that's the the hub of it. We were talking in our, uh, we had a production meeting, or staff meeting today, and, uh, you know the, uh, what's CES? Consumer Electronics Showcase? Isn't it's in Vegas. I've heard about it, yeah. It's like this, it's a, it was funny because it's like the same weekend of, uh, the porn movie. The AVNs? Yeah, it's a, it's the same weekend in <laughs> don't Vegas. A, don't ask how I know that. <laughs> what is that for? It's the same. Adult view, um, video. Um. <laughs> Adult video nudity. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So it was, it was funny because we talked about, like, imagine all these nerds, like, geeking out about electronics and all, in Vegas with, like, you know, a bunch of porn But they're also geeking out about porn. Yeah. So I don't know how that came up about in our meeting but yeah it's a <laughs> fun job it was a long job i forgot how how tiring a full day's work can be i don't have my own desk yet so just standing but oh, sucks. there was a togo's nearby so i had a nice walk to togo's had a any any other cool young people or is it just kind of you the young guy and everyone else is uh just i am one, one of the i'm the youngest for sure but the, i think the next oldest guy he's an assistant editor and He's part-time there and part-time at the, uh, the show Shark Tank. Oh. Yeah, so. Yeah, I love it, too. I was, like, kind of geeking out. But I didn't really talk to... I mostly just worked the whole day. I didn't really do that much, uh, you know, networking or talking or getting to know people. I'm sure I'll do that uh, tomorrow or the week, next week, because it is a full-time thing. But, yeah, that's uh, big news for me, I guess, Uh so what I've gathered from this is that you're part of the problem. <laughs> you're 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 one of those uh, LA transplants that freaking comes it here. Took my job. <laughs> that, that comes here and causes traffic to follow their dream to get into the entertainment industry. The worst part is you succeeded. Yeah, <laughs> I guess came so. from Kansas. A lot of people are moving out of California too, though, right? Yeah, I've been seeing that uh, um, on yeah. Twitter a good yeah. bunch. Yeah, people getting kind of tired of California. It. What is wrong with California? All right, here's, here's why no. we, what we mean by we talk about politics, religion, everything. All okay, right. what's your what do you say? All right, so do you guys know the the Netflix series You? No, I've heard about it. I want to watch it. They just came out with a new season, right? Yeah, they just came out with a season two. Um, is it good? I don't know. I've never watched it. It's Noah Star is Born. Uh, it's really kind of like creepy. It's it's from the perspective of like a, a serial, serial killer, killer, and it's his voice. It's kind of like was it like Dexter, maybe a little bit. Yeah, so. but like this dude's obsessed with this one girl. Right? Yeah, he's obsessed with a girl. Um, so apparently he poor. It's set in L.A. or oh. some shit. He's like in the entertainment industry or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> but um, he's like a, oh, he's a writer supposedly. Um, 
and he describes LA in a certain transplant way where it's like LA is so fucking superficial and all this shit. Ooh, I've just, I'll comment on that later. And I'm like, oh, that's the whole thing that I want to talk about actually. Um, I've been seeing a lot of like Twitter rants. I've been on Twitter a lot lately. Uh, <laughs> <Twitter> <laughs> follow follow the tapeworms band Twitter. Oh, that's Wait, where you go. We have one. We have one. You, oh, are I... you are you running that? No, no. Can no. you run it? Because I don't do it anymore. I deleted Twitter. Uh, I thought Matthew was running it. Yeah, I'm down. Matt. Okay, okay. Back yeah. to my From rant. Columbia. Okay, right, back back to the topic. Fucking. So apparently, this guy portrays LA in that weird in that transplant way right where it's like everybody's superficial and a lot of angelinos are like dude you also play that role or is he just showing everyone else playing that role wait what like is he coming into la and then he's playing the role of a superficial person or is no no he's a serial killer that's just like i hate everyone yeah yeah exactly he's like he's like um dissecting it you know telling his 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 um i guess portrayal of what la is um and everyone's like, bro, you don't even know L.A. Like, why, did, why is it always like that? Like, a lot of people are like, there's two L.A.s. There's L.A. L.A. And then there's West L.A., you know? Big thing, yep. Yeah, totally. and then people are like, yeah, that's true. Like, the beauty of L.A. is the fact that it's so diverse. Like, most of the city's like 70% fucking ethnic and shit. But you wouldn't know that by the way that the ent- entertainment industry portrays it. Um, and I'm just like, that's kind of true. You always see a lot of hate to, towards L.A. and people being fake. And there's also, you know how there's a lot of hate on um, about New York? <clears throat> yeah. People are like, oh, everybody's cold-hearted and shit. But a lot of, a lot of people I've met from New York are pretty, you know, they're super chill. They're real? I'll give them that. They're real as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but That's like, what I like. Yeah, New York is, well, I uh, literally, has some... But they're like super kind. Mind. Like, yeah. Last week at work, um, you know... Not many people came to work because it was, you know, Christmas and stuff. But uh, I decided I'd be down to come in, you know, just kind of be there, lay down the law. What else are you going to do? Um, yeah. And there was like a couple other of the like the scientists that came out to work and they were just kind of hanging out. Um, but we were just chilling in the break room talking. And then a couple of them are from a lot of them are actually like L.A. transplants, mm-hmm. um, like literally like from so, abroad. Mm, yeah. Um, but they were talking about like one thing that they noticed that they were all venting about that to me wasn't even weird is they were talking about how, you know, from when they're from, you tell someone you're going to go to something, it means you're going to come out. Yeah, you're going to show you know, up. You make a Facebook invite. You make, I don't know. You make whatever invite. Someone says, yeah, I'll be there. And they show up, you know, and all your friends are there, you, people you invited. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking to me how, like, in L.A., you invite people to things, and they always say yes, but they just, like, you, you never, they say yes, but you never bank on them actually coming. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, whoever comes out comes out. And to yeah. me, I was like, oh, crap. Like, that's just how I think, you know, like, you invite people to things, we'll see who comes out. Yeah. But they were saying, like, yeah, like, where they're from, you know, a little, like, maybe Midwest or, like, just, I guess, some parts of Asia and Europe. They're like, yeah, you tell someone, they come out. But out here, their hearts were broken. It's the like, oh. the parties they had. it's like, ha- oh, a half-hour drive, yeah. uh, traffic, uh, maybe well, The way I'll they said they saw it was, like, I guess since they, like, as outsiders, saw people as, like, you know, the superficial people already. Their mm. perspective was um, they didn't come because something more interesting to them came up. So an invitation and an acceptance uh. are, are only relevant until something more interesting comes up. Mm. And, and it's never them. <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> sometimes it's not them, but it, it's hurtful, they say. I mean, yeah, we definitely see that at our shows, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we invite many people, but 
Yeah, um, for us, we're we're used to the yes being a hard maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's yeses interesting. Or the new maybes. That's so weird. Yeah, huh. yeah that's there's that's multiple true. factors that we could analyze. I mean, yeah, there's there is a whole traffic things, aspect. The traffic you know, the, like the whole I guess the stereotype combined with a little bit of truth, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's always. A I don't little know bit how many between. other cities they've been to where that's not the case well you go to go to a place like new york and you could get anywhere on the subway system and he's like okay down let's do it i'll I'll come to your place later but i'm gonna stop in one place la it's like if you're gonna stay in one place you're basically you can't like go across you can't go to like santa monica and then downtown all on the same night without costing an Crazy that's probably gonna take you like a lot of time or a lot of money. That's yeah. like a five-hour fucking drive during peak hours. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I drove from Santa Monica to my parents' house today, and um, it took me an hour and a half. Jeez. Well, what I meant by five-hour travel was like there and back. You know. It's three hours. Oh yeah. <laughs> Still, yeah. it's terrible, dude. Oh no, yeah. In the morning, it's it's it's, it's crazy because you you know you try to plan for your commute. Yeah. And then you know you you expect the one hour and a half drive and then all of a sudden it's like a two hour drive or you get to work like 45 minutes early which rarely happens but yeah do you guys but it's like this holiday with the holiday holiday season it's kind of dialed back a little bit right not as much traffic because you know why everyone's all the transplants are back home yeah well of course protus was in northern california yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe these are today and tomorrow like the last little Days where not everyone's back, but then come next Monday, it's gonna be like that. That uh, hour and a half drive is gonna be like a three-hour drive or something. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I love the holidays. Fucking, the streets are always so empty, and like to make it a point, I always end up walking like in the middle of the street, like during like not traffic hours, but mm-hmm. like I get off work sometimes at like six in the morning, and um, there's usually a fuckload of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just freaking walk in the in the middle of the street and like take a picture and be like, just so I could remember, you know, because it's so rare that never happens. Open and empty and yeah. spacious, yeah. And on my drive to work from here, um, when there's no traffic, is like 14 minutes. Beautiful. When yeah. there is traffic, it's like an hour, an hour and a half, which is yeah. insane. It really is. Man. But yeah, um, that's what people think about people from LA. Yeah, it's so weird. You just gotta meet us. You gotta get. To I feel like there's way too there's way too many fucking people to be able to like. I know. Yeah. Go there's out of so your way and communities so to yeah. to think oh, all I that like. Oh, that well, it is. It's okay, it's okay, the okay, diversity. Okay. Like, not yeah. everyone's gonna be like that. You know, it's like there's like well, like 14 million people here or some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's 14 million. Yeah. Is that real? And that's like that's not even accounting like all undocumented people and shit. You know. Yeah, it's like the biggest county. Yeah, it's it's fucking in enormous. California, or maybe I think in the U.S. it's the largest county in terms of population. Yeah, it's uh, I mean you guys have seen it your whole lives, right? Let's it's uh hasn't really changed for me at least. It was weird because going back home, it's since it's the holidays in Monterey, it's like. That was weird because all the people were vacationing there. And so, like, p- places that are almost never, uh, like, never packed or n- almost never, like, usually you can fi- easily find parking. It was the opposite where since the holidays, like. Everyone came back. It was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone came back. So it was, like, it was takes forever to park or it's, like, so uh, such a long, 
a lot, a lot more traffic and a lot more thing like that. So it's like, like I was getting lunch with my grandpa, right? And and I'm just trying to find some parking in this little lot. He's trying to go to Applebee's. It was actually uh, he likes I Asian some real. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it's a, he like he really likes Asian food. So we were at a Sapporo. Oh, right. oh okay. Applebee's still. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to Applebee's. They have that, some, one, that one Asian. Dish. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just like taking looking. We actually first he like we first went to a Korean place, but. It it was closed. It online it said it was open, but it was totally closed because they were closed for the holidays, which is absolute bullshit. And Bamboozled. my grandma was kind of pissed. And it's just like you could have at least posted but I mean we didn't call in advance. <laughs> but like they had nothing on their Yelp or no digital presence. Hey, we were just talking about letting people be with their families for the holidays. Yeah, well I'm trying to eat, you know? So like and my grandpa was like, Okay, well, now we just drove all the way here. Now we got to drive back into town. So we drove into, into traffic and then parked by this place. Like, it's called the Wharf in Monterey. It's like, that's like touristy area. And like parking there took at least like 10 minutes just going in and out and weaving in. And finally found a spot, paid for parking, put an hour in. But of course, we stay for lunch for like, you know, hour and a half. I come back and it's a freaking 30 something dollar ticket. And I, I it was my grandpa's car. Ooh. I let him down. I was like, Grandpa, I only put an hour in and I'm sorry. But he's like, OK, don't worry. I'll pay for your ticket. But like, it's just like... <laughs> I, I wish it wasn't so your, populated. Sometimes. Your transplant life was so hectic. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I know it's 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 always about you. Yeah, yeah, for real. What like, what other cities uh, do you think are like L.A. in this way? I don't know. Maybe you like think all other cities have the allure. Like, I feel like for some reason, like maybe New York, like L.A. and New York. When I'm thinking of someone, you know, trying to make it big, you know, they want to go out there and just do it. I always think LA and New York, probably yeah. LA a lot more. Um, think like I've, like I've Austin, been, Texas, or I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say Austin. Austin. I've yeah. been seeing, I've been thinking uh, about Austin in that way lately. Mm-hmm. A lot of like tech companies and shit are starting it's to go out there. Super artsy, there isn't it? It's artsy as fuck. It it's like very hipster esque. Um, they got South by Southwest out there. So that's slowly turning into. It's it's gonna start having this dilemma too. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, there's also like I feel like, for the arts, you have you know Paris and stuff. But I think for some reason, for people abroad, for com- like saying I'm gonna go to LA is like, people maybe believe you a little more when you say it than like someone from the US saying like I'm going to Paris. Huh. Like I don't know how many people actually go through with it because de- a lot of people are definitely going through with moving to LA. Yeah, I mean biases aside, have, I mean you've grown up here. Biases aside, I definitely think from a cultural perspective you know the movies are made here all the major artwork uh record labels all the actors everything uh you know weather doesn't really get bad around here yeah, it's either, the weather so. yeah it's, so the, weather. it's the weather man <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean if you you get all you combine all those things and uh you get a place where everyone wants to go to the housing bubble is about to burst Oh shit! Speaking of housing, I hear it's. I saw something that's like neither a seller's market or a buyer's market. It's kind of just like uh, everyone dies. Yeah, it's like (laughs) you're like uh, I don't. Is is that true? Do you what do you what do you what do you have to say about that? Well, I I, I don't know. Like, I was 
I was just thinking about how expensive it is to buy a house here right now. Like, and, and you know, every you always hear people talking about, you know, for the house you get here, like in LA, there's memes about it. You know, you get like a crack shack. Oh uh, yeah. You know, you look up that same price in like Kentucky, Kentucky, and you get a whole castle and a pool um, in the back. But I, I just feel like that's unsustainable. You know, if, if uh, maybe the people around me are all broke, but <laughs> if everyone's saying they can't buy a goddamn house, you know, how how long can that go on? You know. Yeah. Before everyone's just like. Well, that's the thing. That's why people. That's why people are moving out. That's why, and and uh, you see that in San Francisco, where everyone who lives in San Francisco is are working tech and people and or either just are homeless too. But the the wealth and that just goes back to wealth inequality and gentrification and all these uh, Uh, buzzwords. I saw. Um, a number today that talked about how, like, in 2008, we're, we're past the price of housing as it was in 2008, where, like, it had reached a peak. Um, and, like, I guess the median uh, home sold. And we're, mm. we're way past, I think, like, 15, 20% of what it was in 2008 when the housing bubble burst. Um, so even Zillow.com, the people, I guess, if you ever looked up apartments or you want to buy a house or anything, people always, you know, end up Zillow, on Zillow. You've probably been to Zillow, yeah. They released a study saying that it's either going to happen in 2020 or by, like, 2025 because based on all their research and all, like, the analytics and just the patterns of of these bubbles, it's, it's where bubble we're gonna due. Burst. It's going to so, burst. So uh, you heard it here first, all your financial advice from Tapeworm's Economy. <laughs> Don't buy a house in the next five years. Oh, buy the house when it after, bursts. After five years, Because yeah. you, buy, you buy like a little, the tiniest one-bedroom house right now, like in L.A., and it's like 600000 500000 It'll be worth 80000 I mean, we saw, we saw that in our, in, by LMU, all those houses in Westchester, you know. They uh, burst? Well, no. Right now, they're going for a million dollars, at least, and they're tiny little houses, and it's just, like, built in the, like, 40s and 50s, oh. you know? Here's the funny thing, though, from the whole research thing I read from my reputable source. Um, <laughs> they were saying how if you are going to buy a house, to purchase it in a good neighborhood, because a lot of the things that happen when a lot of, you know, people who have no business investing or just have enough money to invest but haven't built up their nest egg yet, what ends up happening is they buy a bunch of, like, really cheap houses, which are cheap relative to what you'd spend somewhere else, in a low-income neighborhood. And then, you know, with the hopes that it's going to go up and then the, the bubble bursts and then they have no actual home and they end up losing their yeah, properties. The people who, who are affected most by crises are always the people lower well in this case it's not even the it's the people who are like middle income technically because they're buying them in the low income and they're losing the house but then but the people but the people who don't even get to live in those houses and are forced to move and not even able to yeah they're affected it's all part of the it's like that's us right now right (laughs) don't talk about the low income people we can't buy those houses yeah (laughs) it's all part of the chain you know it's chain like poor people can't buy the houses that the middle class are selling, so then the poor people have to move out, or and and they just have to sit on it and refinance or whatever. That's, I mean, you guys have you guys seen The Big Short? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, that's the funny thing too about the phrasing right now. How like, you know, we we phrase it. You can't buy a house. You know, you're you're part of the poor people. But right now, it's just that's most people. <laughs> yeah, it's not even the poor people anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. You can't buy a goddamn house. You gotta be uh-huh. making some good money, or you just gotta combine your wealth with True. your like, spouse. But then you both have to be making decent money. 
yeah. So, uh, what are some of our goals for 2020, you know, for the podcast, for the band, for our personal lives? Um, for me. Speaking of resolutions. For me, um, I've always wanted to play more guitar. It's like, lately I've been, for the past few years, I've been kind of slacking. So I've made it a thing to cover more like metal songs, technical shit, because I want to get better. Nice. So I'm slowly just picking it up picking up like little songs that i like and try to learn those riffs yeah dude we were, uh, it was that other week i think it was before things for christmas before we went to that uh that show and and you were jamming on with on that metal riff right did you write that or was that song? yeah yeah yeah, yeah something, like, um, caesar and i were gonna use when we back when we had a uh, dreams to be a a thrash band. Yeah, that was like, I I don't think I've ever heard you play that. And I was like, wow, that's like, that's legit. Let's make that into tape rooms. Nah, hell no. You know, we're kind of like the opposite of Pantera. Uh-huh. How like, is is it them who uh, started oh. off as a really like they started poppy, off as a, like not very they, as aggressive as they are right now. They started off as a hair metal band. Yeah. Like, you know, fucking poison type shit. Yeah. But then they ended up fucking getting down and dirty, man. Being the bad boys and stuff. Yeah. So a lot of people still talk smack about them for that. <laughs> we doing, went in reverse, yeah. Yeah, so Sutton and I we are going in reverse. Started off the uh, thrash metal. bad boys. And then uh, started being sad boys. Yeah. Mm. Bad boys to sad boys. What about you, Anthony? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. What are your my, dreams? I think my resur- resolutions, my resurrections, my. Yeah, I think it's uh, this year. I really want to, I mean, it's weird because I, I told myself last year, Mike, I hope I really get a job this year. And now I have a job. Technically, it's a temp temporary position, but the manager today said that uh, he fucks with your You're vision. very handsome. Yeah, that I, they'll, she, that they'll want me. Hopefully, the intention is to have me longer than a month. But uh, yeah, write more music. I've been playing a lot more piano lately. So... Uh, I guess piano or where's Ramona's guitar? I think I've been practicing a lot more piano. Um, yeah, I want to be more aggressive with the guitar. Yeah, and try to implement that into the band and slowly turn yeah. you guys into like a punk band. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's just being a you know twenty two year old transitioning into full adulthood. I think it's just being a a, a better man. You know, like a, a a good man, a good leader, a good. Uh, citizen of the world and a good neighbor it's a lot of know? goals <laughs> see i think manly yeah. less manliness is lost in our society right oh, now <laughs> so i like that goal yeah yeah when you know there's a be the man there's man. a there's a lot to say about uh you know being a a, a man who supports his family and is a good father a good husband and a, a good you know, good neighbor. Same same thing I said. It's definitely hard. It it True, is. It really is. It is. But I mean, you know, I'm thinking of like those. I, I in this I was watching this movie lately. It's like a, the idea of a good father just recently, you know, came. In, like before that, a father could just be like someone who uh, just makes all the money, but gives no fucks about the kids. Gives no fucks about anyone. Just comes home, drinks his cocktail, and says, 
kicks the dog and goes to sleep and you know God like damn. and then but the, yeah that that's until maybe uh, you know recently i guess that you know the mother is supposed to be the you know we were in mexico the virgin mary she's supposed to be holy and motherly and subtle and kind for her children and a little but pa- passive but passive i guess and now it's sort of flipped where people can be anything and you know, traditional gender roles are flown by the wayside, which is a good thing. It's progressive and, you know, it's, it's uh, people get more rights because of it, more civil rights, civil liberties than ever before. <laughs> you know, that's a great thing. But, you know. So thousands, your goal for, is for to thousands develop of, as a man. Yeah. <laughs> In short, uh, yeah, yes. civil liberties, civil rights, <laughs> women's suffrage. In short, yes, it's to develop as a as a better man and as a better songwriter. And uh, yeah, how about you, Cesar? I'm just Cesarine. trying to grind. It's 2020 is a grind year. 2019 Time's running out. Year. 2019 was pretty good for us in grind. Yeah, we, we 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 did some stuff. We did shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. you look back and you think, oh, I could have done so much more. I could have wished sure. I could have done. But I think, you know, I think we really did. Well, you know how, how when you're like a tiny baby, or maybe not even a tiny baby, even just five years ago, you, you think <laughs> back to to memories and even just your the level of critical thinking you had. Mm-hmm. And just looking back, it seems like we had none, at least in my case. Yeah, I, I feel that. I, I feel like... I feel like when I was like fourteen, I had I had the, there was a point where I wasn't really thinking. I was yeah, just like even I feel like even in college, like I just I know I had critical thinking and I could discern and stuff, but I, I feel like I, I wasn't where I am now in in the way I see the world and stuff. And I'll probably say the same thing about myself when I'm like fifty and, and now I'm twenty. Yeah. But I feel like because I just have a little more clarity now, I I can, you know, you need. How do you, how did this clarity come about? What? I don't know. It's just experience. Just experiences, Probably getting ideas, a job, huh? Getting a full you know, time. Just working. Um, here here's my quotable right here. Here's my quote. You need to keep your eyes on the target, but you need clarity to see the target. Was that deep? Keep your eyes keep on your the eyes target. Yeah. Well, clarity. people tell you to keep clarity. your eyes on the target, but when you don't have clarity, you don't even know where the target is, or you're not so even aiming is, right. What is clarity to you? It's you just, I feel like I have goals now and I have a more, a better idea of how to reach them. Mm. And with that in mind, it's just the grind, you know, now it's just working hard. Putting your foot down. And yeah, just putting in the work. Whereas in the past, he's like, oh, maybe I want to do this more yeah, wishy-washy. Maybe, maybe, maybe like, oh, it'd be cool one day to do this. And you never really put the path, no. the plans into action. And now... You're like, wow, I can actually do this. I can actually turn this dream into a reality. All I got to do is X, Y, Z and, you know, see what happens. Put it into Blender. Turn it on. Produce civil rights. So 2020 is about executing. 2020 is execution. There you go. (laughs) All right. Execution, it's about... I hope our listeners could, you know, abide by that too. Yeah, 2020 is about... Yeah, we got to be out here. It's not... all about just planning. You got to sometimes just go out there, man. Yeah. yeah. Planning is good until that's until all you, you do. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's like a little loop, you know, you just end up just thinking about it the whole damn time. Yeah. It's, it's, it, there's something funny about that. How 
you know, you you have plans for something. It sounds great. You talk about it. You you know, I'm definitely guilty of it. You know, you yeah. you get excited about it, and in some in some ways, talking about it and planning about it is is just as exi- exciting as reaching the goal for some reason in your mind. The way it yeah. stimulates you, mm-hmm. just like I don't know. Like, have you seen The Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, watching Leonardo DiCaprio rise from nothing to speaking everything. of great speaking of great fathers. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> like you you feel like you're executing it too. You know. And that's the same thing I feel that happens sometimes with people with a plan. It's, you know, you, you're planning it, you talk about it, you write it down. And it seems exciting because you're almost making it real. But yeah, there's you know, nothing really real about it. You know what? Fuck resolutions. Set goals and strive for that's, that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Because yeah. resolutions, you know, oh, I'll go to the gym. Just, I feel like it, it just has this sort of bad yeah. connotation now. Yeah. You know, failure, yeah. all this shit. So fuck that. There's a book called The Power of Habit. Mm-hmm. Where he talks about, actually, I don't know if it's the opposite of this, but he says, "Don't don't say you're gonna go to the gym. Um, just make it your goal mentally to strive for health. Right. And then by default, you know, you're gonna say, okay, well, I'm gonna go to the gym. Because if you say I'm gonna go to the gym, then you're gonna drink after. You're gonna, you know, do a bunch of things that aren't for your health after. And then in some cases, you work towards your goal, but then you work against it. Yeah. Whereas if your goal is health, it's a lot broader. It's yeah. a, it's a. It's, so you yeah. yeah. Don't be so specific, otherwise. Yeah. You're well, I don't know if you shouldn't be, but that's just one of the tips, I guess. Just mm. if you say you want to work towards guitar, I don't know, just work towards mastery. Yeah. And then you'll yeah. sit down and play guitar. You know. I, feel I don't know that. things I feel like that. that. It's yeah. an idea. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. I mean, it could work in in both ways. But my cousin got a passion planner for Christmas. You know what those I've are? I've heard about those. Yeah, but I've, I've heard never, about yeah. them. Either. Yeah, I've seen a little bit. It's just like a calendar, but with really specific things that you can like write down everything to the, like the last detail, and uh, yeah, kind of goes the opposite, I guess. With yeah, like really, everyone specific. has their route. Yeah, so got a few more minutes left here on on the Tape Rooms podcast inaugural. This year, a lot more shows, a lot more guests, a lot more laughs, a lot more fun. More consistency for the fans. Yeah. We notice when we're consistent, our audience looks a lot more different than when we take some time off. (laughs) Yeah. And we all have agreed here to like actually turn this into something great. We're here at like... We have a, a consistent. Uh, we have a place that we can consistently make episodes. Previously, you know, we were might have not as well. We're, we're like bouncing around a lot. We have yeah. our tapeworm studio now. Yeah, we have a studio that we can actually. It's decently soundproofed, and uh, you know, decent is the right word. Yeah, and you know, so we have like a little place where we can all meet up, and and that's all pretty convenient for us. So we see, hey, why not? Let's uh, give the thing a shot. Let's make as many podcast episodes, meet as many people as and guests as possible. Bounce as many ideas. A uh, few announcements. We have a show Ooh, yeah. on January 8th. Say, sir, you want to pull that info up? Yeah, yeah, we have a show coming up. At the Redwood Bar. Yep. Downtown LA, 2nd Street. Mm, you have it all memorized. Yeah, yeah, I know it. We yeah. are... Playing at the Redwood Bar, <laughs> Second Street, downtown LA, January eighth, twenty twenty. It's a reminder we're in yeah. twenty twenty now. I'm gonna First say twenty nineteen a million times. Um, we're gonna play with Droll, DCR Pollock, 
and Broken Field yeah. Runner. All really dope bands. Actually, Broken Field Runner was a guest. Uh, yeah. yeah, we met them because of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So re- all really dope. Come out if you're listening. Have a good time. Don't say yes. Yeah, don't say <laughs> Don't come. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, if you're an artist, you know, since we're trying to make more podcast episodes this year, we're trying to stay consistent, um, and you want to be on the podcast, DM us. Yeah. Maybe we'll have you on email, if our DM schedules us. align. Uh, good chance we'll hit you up too because we're also pretty active on the uh, on uh, our social media. Yeah, well, if you, if, yeah, we, like, if we like you, we'll hit you up too. Don't, it's a two way street. <laughs> artistry yeah. of any we'll reach kind. Out to people for sure. Artistry yeah. of any kind: writing, drawing, yeah. painting. If you have everyone's an artist. If you have Prediction, a story to tell, production. and uh, and it can be beautiful, and it can be beautiful. Then it's art. Least, yeah. Or if it's just super gross, I guess sometimes that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I like, but it, I like gory in, shit. In that case, it's yeah. beautiful. Any any other updates? Anything else? I think uh, I definitely want to end off with a broken field runner song to give people. But also a don't taste. For, don't forget to listen to our latest track, "My Mistake." Oh yeah, yeah. "My Mistake" in December we posted that, and uh, yeah, keep listening to us, keep uh, streaming our song, keep. Uh, Listen to the podcast. Yeah, and here's a Broken Field Runner song.